This is the Chief Steward Officer Podcast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. If you want to start, grow, or sustain a business that lines up with Kingdom principles, this podcast is for you. Stewardship is key to aligning your business with the Kingdom of God, and we provide straight talk, practical tips, and advice to help you succeed. And now, your host, the CSO of Flow Business Systems, Mike Spence. Hello, Chief Steward Officer. I welcome you to the podcast. This is Mike Spence, and I really am excited to share with you this next topic, which is all about God's promise and God's word to you when it comes to your business. Um, Some of you who are listening to this potentially have never started a business. Uh, You may be still thinking about it, or maybe you have started it and you just are struggling with it, potentially. Um, We have all sorts of folks that listen into the podcast. They're trying to learn how to become a better steward of something that God gave them. And one thing that really hit me was how when an idea comes to you for a business or for a product or something that people can take it a few different ways. And here's what I mean. When you, if you're praying about it and God is uh, starting to talk with you about um, a promise or a business or something, sometimes we just easily dismiss it. We, we hear hear it and we think, no, nah, that can't be for me, <laughs> or that's too big, or I don't have the experience. And so we really never let it in. We really never let that come into our heart, in, into our belief system to where we do anything with it. We hear it and go, nope, I'm not even going to do it. Um, another thing that might happen is you do let it in and that you can get pretty excited about it. And maybe you start down the path of doing the thing that God told you to do. And then all of a sudden, uh, some sort of opposition, some sort of uh, attack or, or, or just it, it gets to be hard. So you give up. And I've seen that happen quite a bit where you believed the promise from God. You, you, you let it into your heart. But as soon as the world started kind of beating you down a little bit about it, uh, you stop. And I've been guilty of that as well. And then I think the if you get going, a third way to, that we potentially handle these promises from God is that we believe that it's for us. Yeah, it's big. Yes, it is probably uh, beyond our experience, but we believe it's from God. So we let it in and we let it take some root and we start growing this thing. But we can then get distracted. Like the thing that God wanted us to start, we started it. And as it grew, we start getting... Uh, in a way that we kind of lose our way, <laughs> that that things around us start choking it out, meaning uh, opportunity, like opportunities that come up, which potentially could be bad for us, but we took them anyway for the money, let's say. I've, I'm sharing, guys, exactly the things I've done before. It could be just other things that choke us out, like distractions. Uh, we, we start using or misusing the resources or the money that's coming our way for our own personal benefit. And all of a sudden, uh, we've we've taken this business idea that we've let in and started just molding it really to make it more what we want it to be rather than what we want uh, or what God wants it to be. Right. So that's kind of that third thing. And then the fourth is 
is what I've seen when you really become a, a chief steward officer pursuing what God wants. That's when you're hearing that idea. You're bringing it in, you're, you're planting it, and then you're really producing fruit. You're keeping God as an owner. You're keeping him at his rightful place of ownership, and you've become a steward. And that that's what we want. That's what this podcast is about. It's what all of our content is about, is how do I do that? <laughs> how do I train myself to know that when an idea comes from God, not just once, but you know, he's going to be speaking all the time. And how do I tune my ear to his voice so that when I hear it, I don't quickly dismiss it. Or when I hear it, I let it in and I don't quickly give up on it because it's hard or I get distracted. We, we want to be that fourth one. And what I love about God's word is there's always a scripture, right? <laughs> so if you looked in your word and Luke 8, it is this whole parable about the seed sower. And in this context, what he's talking about, Jesus is teaching, and he's talking about the parable of the sower. And I'll just read it to you so you can have it directly out of the word. As a large crowd gathered and people were coming to Jesus from every town, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds of the sky devoured it. Other seed fell on the rock and when it grew up, it withered away since it lacked moisture. Other seed fell among thorns. The thorns grew up and choked it. Still other seed fell on the ground. And when it grew up, it produced fruit a hundred times what was sown. And he said this, he called out, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen. And we all know there's a big difference between hearing and listening. So let's unpack this. When the disciples came and said, okay, why do you speak to us in parables? And what's the meaning of this? He went on to explain in, in Luke 8 down to verse 11 now that he explained the whole thing. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. The seed along the path are those who have heard. And when the devil comes and takes the word from their hearts, I mean, this is the seed that, right along the path for those who've heard it. They didn't listen, but they heard it. And that the devil comes immediately and takes that word from them so that they may not be believed or be saved. And, and in this context, he's talking about salvation. And I think it works for not just salvation, certainly salvation, but more than that, more promises from God, other things that he's trying to uh, give us. So your business idea, your product, as he's talking to you about, I want you to do this. I want you to step this out. If you get to this part and it, and it gets on uh, the, the path that you never let that thing in because you just dismissed it, the enemy is he's just going to come. He's going to snatch that thing up. It never had a chance to get started. And the seed, let me see, let's go down to the next one where it said, and the seed on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. You're happy about it. You heard it. This is for you. Having no root, these believe for a while and fall away in a time of testing. And if you listen to this podcast, if you listen to our content, read our content online, you're going to learn that everything's a test, that God allows some a lot of things in our life to test us. He's going to give you a word that you believe and you're going to uh, start down a path. And the testing isn't always a punishment from the enemy. We give the enemy way too much credit. It's really God in many ways testing us to bring us to maturity. He wants us to 
understand that our faith is in Him and that we need to continue to focus on Him as our one true source, not the idea, not the business, not the money. But if He's going to sow a seed and you let it in and you get joy because you're excited about this new thing, and then He allows some testing, if you fall away immediately because of that or any type of testing, it's it's not going to take root. It had no chance, right? So that's what this is. And if you remember, I said, remember moisture. What, what is moisture? It's water. It's it's the source that that seed needed to grow. So what you're doing, you're putting this on the rock, you know, the seed hit the rock and it had no chance for moisture. It had no chance of a future because as soon as it was tested, it was gone. And the next verse goes on 14. As for the seed that fell among the thorns, these are the ones who when they heard, they go on their way and are choked with, hear this clearly, they're choked with worries, riches, and pleasures of life and produce no mature fruit. This is so huge that if we can make it past the first two things, if we can get our idea in our head and we plant it in our heart and we're allowing God to grow it and we're allowing it to start to grow, it's an exciting thing. We are seeing this thing grow. We're seeing it produce some fruit. We're seeing that that it's going, but immediately we're getting choked out by distractions like stress and anxiety and worry or, or those are negative things, but we can get choked out by good things, riches, pleasures of life. All of a sudden, we've used this business, the seed to grow and the fruit that it's really producing are things that provide us a lot of comfort. And there's nothing wrong with having fun and and, and enjoying this life. Not at all. That's not what this is saying. It's saying that that's the only thing it's doing. The only thing that this job has done or this business has done or your idea has done is it's only created a lifestyle increase for you to where you're no longer focused on kingdom. You're no longer focused on uh, what God would have to do through this business and through you as a chief steward officer. It has everything to do with you using all of that uh, blessing, all of that resource for only a bigger house and a nice clothes and nice car. Everyone's looking at you, look how successful you are, but it's not really producing the kind of fruit that God wants. And I'm telling you, this isn't an and, uh, I'm sorry, an or, it's an and. It, it, what I would mean is like you can have a successful business and it can grow to be incredibly successful and you can still have kingdom as a focus. You can have both. So don't get that twisted in that, oh, well, if I'm going to have a con- uh, consistent and, and good focus on kingdom, that then I have to take a vow of poverty or something. It's not true. I think that's another lie of the enemy in that it, you want to ha- you, you think, well, I, I can either choose to be a kingdom focused entrepreneur and have nothing fun in this life or I can do and it's not you can do this very successfully and you can focus on what God would have because he wants you to have nice things he wants you to enjoy this life okay so let's go to the next one so 15 it wraps up but the seed in the good ground these are the ones who have heard the word with an honest and good heart hold on to it and by enduring and by enduring produce fruit So these are the ones that did not give up. 
So let's talk about the choking out stuff. The, the difference between those two, the one that gets planted, because they both got planted in soil. So let's just make sure we understand that. Let's also understand that the seed that was sown was no different. In every one of those circumstances, it was the same seed. I never really thought about that. God hit me with that. I was like, it's the same seed. It all had the same potential. It was only the place it was planted that made the difference. So if God's going to sow word, if he's going to sow word to you specifically, that the God of the universe is taking time to put something specifically on your heart to to start something, to grow something, and he wants you to trust him, he wants you to endure, then that's what we want to be able to do is to hear his voice, let that in, because the seed is the seed. It, it doesn't matter uh, the the person, the circumstance, it, your, your, your experience, it, none of that matters. What matters is that when he sows that seed, where are you going to choose, because you get to choose where to plant it? Are you going to let that just immediately come to you and dismiss it, throw it on the path so that the enemy can take it away? Are you going to let it in just for a little bit and the first sign of trouble you're going to give up? Because that's when you're going to put that promise or that seed from God on the rock and it's just going to be devoured. Or are you going to let it go on the soil? Because the last two, both of them grew, right? One of them was planted in soil that caused that seed, your idea to grow, but it was choked out by these distractions. And if you've ever had a garden, uh, I would encourage you to do it because there's a lot of teaching in this that if you've ever had one and you plant any kind of a fruit based plant, uh, you will quickly find that on day one, you can get pretty excited about that. But if you do not tend to it, spend time with it, you're going to find that things will grow that you did not plant. Please hear me on that. that you are not intentionally planting things that will ruin your promise. There are things that will come into that garden like weeds and thorny bushes and all the stuff that will cause you to say, how did that get there? And it's not the fact that it's you can you can continue to prevent that with with no attention. It's the fact that if you don't pay attention, it's going to happen. I promise you. It's just how it's set up that you can create fertile soil. You can plant these things. You can you can you can go and watch this thing grow and you can produce meaningful fruit. But if you take your attention away from it, things that you did not plant will grow and it will choke that out. You might produce some fruit, but it won't be nearly as healthy. Uh, you may not produce as much as you could have. And what you have to do is just make sure you spend time weeding that garden. So what's that have to do with your business? If you're going to be like that fourth category where you're producing a lot of great fruit, then you have to spend time on it. You, you've got to understand it. You've, you've got to notice when things are starting to choke that thing out, like a new business opportunity. You know, this is where we have to go to God and say, hey, God, I've planted it. I've grown it. This thing is growing. I'm doing what you tell me to, but help me see things that will choke it out. Is this new hire that I want to make? Is that something that's going to be a distraction? If it's a new investment, if it's a new piece of equipment, uh, if you're going out to sell something and you're on the way to the meeting and pray, say, God, if this is from you, then then let's let's do it. <laughs> if it's something that you think I sh- it's, I'm not ready for, I should avoid, please make that known. And if you lose big deals like that, you just have to chalk that up that, you know, you're trusting God, right? So let him be the one that's guiding you. And how would you know? 
know unless you are seeing things the way he sees them as the owner. You got to check in with him. So that's how you tend your garden, right? Is that the, the, the owner, the creator is seeing this seed that he's planted in you. He's seeing that you believe it. He knows your heart. He sees that it's growing. And if things will choke that promise out or it's not going to produce the best fruit, the only true way to know is continually to check with him, the, the source, and say, help me weed this garden. Help me keep it healthy. Help me protect it. So hopefully this is very, very beneficial to you and that you see this in a whole new way. God is for you. He wants to bless this business for you to produce lots of really healthy fruit. Stay connected with him. Let him call the shots as the owner and you just be a great steward. 